that's grown from the seed we have planted. Think it's safe to say it won't take a single one for granted. Could all be gone in the blink of Hello and welcome to another round of Two Old Guys on the Back Porch. I am Steve Scotch, and we have the lovely and talented cat. That's C-A-T, circling the wagons. Cat, what's going on? Hey, how y'all doing? We can be found on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all your premier podcast platforms. We also can be found on Facebook and Instagram. Give us a follow. Um, the two shout-outs this week, one is Guatemala Silly Guatemala. It's known for its Mayan history and high-altitude location, and I think a friend of mine from college probably is following me there. Hey, Katrina. Our other place is Mercia, Spain. Mercia is known for its uh, famous fruits and vegetables that are exported all over Spain and Europe. Giving y'all a big round of applause. Alcohol is always here on the back porch in some form of another. A long time ago, it was a woman that drove me to drink. And unfortunately... It wasn't this woman, right? No, unfortunately, I I never got a chance to thank her. Today, I am back on the Martinez. Never been a big gin guy, but I do dig this drink. Kat, what you got? Oh, I just got me a little strawberry splash with a few strawberries, a little pink gin, a little 7-Up. Oh, it sounds sweet like you, babe. Thanks, doll. All right, today, we're going to expose the big bloated machine called iHeartRadio. This destroyer of the format known as radio. Destroyer of local radio, that's for sure. iHeartRadio has bought up like every radio station he could get his hands on. They are the largest radio broadcaster in the United States, unfortunately. Big business, big companies, big money. I think they think they know better than yeah. we do. It's, it's ruined. Like what we want to listen to. They've ruined yours and mine, local radio affiliates. Just just cut your radio on. Tell me what you hear. It's commercial after commercial after commercial. And when they do play a song, is it a song that you want to hear? Uh, is it a song I want to hear? No, no. Their algorithm has said this is what you want to listen to. Yeah, it's a song that they want to slam down your throat. They got horrible radio show garbage. Usually in the morning, it's talk, talk, talk instead of playing music. Now, look. Do you I'm, think any payola's involved? That part I'm going to leave out. You can uh, imply that if you wish. Look, me and Kat, we're music junkies. Okay, we want it. We need it. Okay, to get through the day. And the radio today is unlistenable. And we want to thank iHeartRadio for that. Now, here's the reason we're talking about this disaster of a company, iHeartRadio. They have the balls to have an awards show every year. I didn't know, you know, actually no one knew. They've been having awards shows since 2014. Well, I mean, why do you think that they have 
the awards just so they can have a show or a party? I or have something? no idea. It was uh, Kat's going to put this podcast out probably sometime in April. So this was a few weeks ago. It was like the last week of March. It's a Monday night. I'm just bumping around on the dial down in the man cave. And I hit the Fox channel. And there it is. iHeartRadio Music Awards Show. So I stay there. I like music. Let's see what they got. Of course, it's on Fox which I do believe they broke their own record for the number of commercials for a two-hour program. Lenny Kravitz was the host. And he was, I don't know how old Lenny is now, but he was hard to watch. He was hard to listen to. They only gave him like two or three word sentences to read on the teleprompter, and he could barely get those out. THC does kill brain cells. Right from the beginning, they kept showing Taylor Swift. Swifty's sitting up there in the front row, and they showed her over and over again wearing some kind of a Cleopatra hoodie-looking thing. I, I don't know. Maybe she was having a bad hair day. I don't know. Well, you it, know she's on tour right now, so she had to stop the tour to go to this little shindig. Of course, Swifty received one of the first awards of the night called the Innovator Award. Okay. <laughs> Not making this up. I saw it. It was on television. Nobody else saw it, but I accidentally ran into it. Okay, now this industry-created artist, and I use the term artist lightly, she got up there, you know, of course she acted humble, keyword acted, and then she gave her fans advice on how to live their life. Now, Swifty's working on boyfriend number 12, I think. I don't know who she is to get up there and be a life coach and, and tell people what to do. It was pretty bad. And so after Swifty got the Innovator Award, whatever that is, I think she left. I think she peaced out. Because, like I said, the camera guy kept showing her over and over again at the beginning of this shit show. And, and Swifty goes about six foot tall. So you could see her in her hoodie in the front row. Anytime they were showing somebody on stage, she kind of stood out. She's a little taller than the rest. And, and then I noticed I didn't see her up there. Not that I was really looking for. Now, one good thing about the iHeartRadio Awards show was they waste no time on nominees. They just get, get they just have one I'm talking about not A, B or C. These were D minus listers. One after another got up there and announced the winners according to iHeartRadio. Now, one winner, I mean loser, was Cole Swindell. Okay, he won the ugly looking award. Okay, if you haven't seen this, the actual trophy that they hand out at the Our Heart Awards, it's like it's got little plastic hearts on the top and then like maybe a little metal bottom or something. What? It, you don't want that on your shelf? I, I want it on my boat. It looks like a boat anchor. That's probably what it'd be better used for. So back to Cole Swindell. And if you don't know who he is, not many people do. 
Evidently, the guy presenting the, presenting the award didn't know who he was, Joel McHale. Okay, so Swindell gets Country Song of the Year. <laughs> I'm not lying. I'm not kidding. And that song is not Song of the Year this year, next year, or ever. It was Heads Carolina. It was a, he ripped off a 90s country song that Jody Messina did, which was actually good back in the day. He just put his little... Cole Swindell's a big fan of rhyming. You know, he can rhyme uh, saw and white claw. (laughs) He bought a rhyming dictionary. Okay. So here's why I even mentioned it. Joel McHale. And if you don't know who he is, don't worry. He's like an actor, comedian or something. He's a comedic actor. Yes. So he gets up to the podium. And and Joel goes. Matter of fact, I think he has a Fox show. So he, he announced that Cole Animal Control or something. I don't know. Okay, gets up there. Country Song of the Year goes to Cole Swindle. Cole Swindle. I He's mean, he swindling to- something. He totally botched the dude's name. I got my head down looking at the lapper, and my head came straight up. I'm like, did he call him Cole Swindle? And so it was beautiful it was actually one of the highlights time. of the show so while cole swindle or swindell whichever which whichever way you swing whichever <laughs> you swindle it while he's walking up to to receive his award they did this like a video clip montage of people being interviewed or talking and talking about how great cole is because some people there at the dolby auditorium in hollywood where this thing was it looked like it held about 110 people a lot of them didn't know who he was i don't think so one of the video clips was cole swindell was being interviewed by bobby bones another person in the country music realm that nobody knows okay so this video clip shows bobby bones who's actually People just don't want to know him really. he, he's on a radio show out here in the morning he's one of the ones that just it's the not heart <laughs> butt kisser he says something and you know i'm sure he's an i heart person and then whoever's decide oh that's so funny bobby <laughs> i mean bobby bones lips have got to be sore i mean that dude Whoever comes on his show, one of the Lukes or whoever, Miranda, somebody, he's a, that's, it's pretty bad. So anyway, Cole gets up there, grabs his boat anchor, and Joel didn't apologize for butchering the Swindell, but it was, it was freaking awesome. All right. Now, I know, I know at this point, a lot of you are saying, dude, just change the channel. Okay. Get away from it. <laughs> but I couldn't because. You should have. As Americans. We love a good train wreck. So I continued on. So it was more commercial, commercial, so commercial, commercial, commercial. Train. All right. Next up, we have the artist, Her. She goes by three letters, H-E-R, sort of like you, babe, you know, C-A-T-H-E-R. So Her steps up to the mic and starts hyping up Coldplay. I know. I'm sorry. I, I mentioned Coldplay on the two old guys on the back porch podcast. And for that, I should receive 40 lashes. So I don't know what the award was that they got. I have no idea. So the iHeartRadio award show went to Coldplay live in concert. Played a taped version 
of Coldplay Live. And there's Chris Martin. I'm not even going to go going anything about him. Hope him and Dakota are doing well. So Chris looks directly into the camera. They're in state on stage somewhere in South America or something. They couldn't make it. They didn't. Swifty got flown in, but Coldplay couldn't make it. So Chris Martin, he bends over and kissed the iHeartRadio directly on the ass and then went right into another crappy Coldplay song. It was it was rough. And if what's that? Here's my question. How relevant now really is uh iHeartRadio? I mean, I know. They I think listen, they're relevant. I listen to Sirius, I listen to <laughs> Spotify. Everybody does. Everybody has a different service that I don't even know how FM radio is even still on. But we got a whole thing about iHeartRadio. It was brutal. And it's I not even know. local. It's it, whatever. This is like year eight or nine. They've done this award show, and no, it's crickets. Of I'm course, just questioning the relevance. I questioned all of it. The whole thing was it was a it was so brutal. So back back to the show. Of course, no award show is ever going to go down with that Jennifer Lopez. She is going to be involved. And by now, you should all know that we are big fans of Jennifer Lopez on this podcast. (laughs) But check it out, okay? She did not hand out an award. She did not not receive another undeserving award. No, J-Ho was on one of the thousands of commercials that interrupted this thing as it went on. Now, here's J-Lo. She's gonna make a dolly, you know. <laughs> jumping, I'm not kidding. You got to see this commercial now. She's gonna she was make a dolly. jumping up and down on a bed, trying to sell not very sexy lingerie. It was called. It was like a. It was like the word intimacy, but it was intativi or something. They switched the last couple letters to IV or VI. She needs an IV, so I don't know what it was called. But check this out. Nobody wants to see. Some 50-year-old mother, right? How many kids? Okay, bouncing around on a bed in the middle of the IR Music Awards show. I mean, but that's what J-Ho did. I mean, she's 50 years old. Oh, my God. Ben, I wish you luck with that one, brother. Are they still together? Yes, they are. How many times? All right, let's get back to your host, Lenny Kravitz. Now, at the end of this nightmare, Lenny dazzled us with, guess what? Guitar? Are you going to go my way? Okay, the only song at this point that he can remember the lyrics to. He didn't do L.A. Woman? Remember, THC does kill brain cells. It, it, my man, Lenny Kravitz, it, he, needs, he needs a new look. He needs a new song. Now, remember, while all this was going on, Taylor Swifty was nowhere to be seen. I don't know which all she got her award. Maybe she got a hold of some bad sushi that day, and she had to peace out for a while. I don't know. Maybe she was, she had to hop on a plane. Well, guess what? All of a sudden, she popped back up in the front row again, out of nowhere. So why do you think that happened? The Cleopatra hoodie was still on. So the next award for bid was Song of the Year, and guess who won? You know it. Swifty one. She got up there and acted surprised as she always does. 
stepped to the podium and bent over and kissed iHeartRadio clearly on the ass. I mean, I threw up in my mouth. I mean, this chick, she sat there in the front, grabbed the first Innovator Award, whatever that is. She has innovated nothing and then peaced out for an hour and a half, came back, slid back in, sat down, and picked up another boat anchor. I mean, it was fucking brutal. Now, as you know, here, two old guys on the back porch. We think award shows are totally unnecessary at this point. They are very degrading. And the iHeartRadio Music Awards show was both. Next up was Best New Artist. This was also unnecessary and degrading to all involved. All right, the first up was, it was three ladies called Jax. J-A-X. It looked like the mom was up there and the two daughters were in the back playing guitar and drums. I, it was so bad, I really, I really can't describe it. The Best New Artist segment, they only got to do like a verse and a chorus. They got to do like half of their song and then move on to the next one. Because it was like four of them. It was like Best New Artist for Rock, Country, Soul, and Alternative, I think. So the next one that came up for the best new artist, and this one kind of hurt my heart a little bit, was Cody Johnson. Because I actually like Cody Johnson and why he got up there and killed his career and his street cred, I do not understand. Okay, he did the song Till You Can't. It's a great song. It's a we had it on we had him on his band of the week one time. I'm sure he's correct. That made him all giddy. And and new artist, Cody Johnson's been around for like 10 freaking years. Maybe more. He's been doing. Maybe he's just new to iHeartRadio. It was, I could not believe he got up there and did that shit and played a verse and a chorus of his song. It was, I was like, dude, seriously. Next up was Mooney Long, Money Long, Mooney Long. She was next. It was strange. I don't know what to say about it. But they say the best for last. Okay. This was uh, the best new alternative band. They were uh, Giovanni and the Hired Guns, who I've never heard of. You may have. I don't know. Now, I'm probably playing Texas tonight. Giovanni's dad must work upstairs at the iHeartRadio offices because Giovanni and the Hired Guns who I and you have never heard of, they came out there and delivered the biggest pile of crap I've ever heard. I mean, when they finished, the audience was stunned. It was crickets. I know I was stunned. I was like, the only thing alternative about whatever that was, it was the alternative of good music. Now, I hope everybody's sitting down iHeartRadio handed out another boat anchor to Artist of the Year. Are you ready? Wait for it. I'm waiting. I'm waiting right here. Harry Styles. Harry Styles? <laughs> and guess what? He was not there. He had too much self-respect. He was, caught, he was not... caught in Japan kissing Radikowski. All right, check us out. Harry Styles sent in a videotaped thank you speech that went something like this. Sorry I couldn't be there. 
Urgh. Have you lost your mind? I'm Harry Styles. I banged Olivia Wilde, did a shitty movie called Don't Worry Darling. Do you think I'm flying into your little dirty Dolby <laughs> auditorium to pick up that hideous looking boat anchor? Ain't happening. And that was that. The iHeart Radio Music Awards have been going for eight years now. I just got unlucky. Bounced around the dial and found it. And it was brutal. All right, we're going to roll right into One Tough Awesome Lady. All right, I'm sorry, Malala. I'm going to do the best I can. It's you. Sorry. We practiced this. Malala, you save. You soft. You suffice. You know who she is. 25 years old from Mangora, Pakistan. Correct. Born a Sunni Muslim. She spoke out about the Taliban at age 11. Malala was a blogger and let the world know that education was being denied by the Taliban for young girls. Pakistan, 2007, 2008, 2009, it was total turmoil, really. Um, Taliban running everything. Pretty much running the whole show. A New York Times reported reporter went went out there and did a documentary that included Malala and her dad trying to speak out about what was going on. At one point, she was separated from her family, uh, death threats. But she continued to speak out. October 2012, Malala was on a bus when a member of the Taliban jumped on the bus and shot her in the head. She was airlifted to a hospital where they actually cut out part of her skull to allow, you know, for the swelling. Malala is alive and well and still speaking out for Muslim women. She Uh, also has the 2014 Nobel Peace Prize. At age 17, youngest ever to win that award. Right. Uh, She continued her education. She went to Oxford and got a degree in, let's see, philosophy, politics, and economics. I mean, she continues to be. She's an awesome, awesome lady. I mean, if, if you dial back what's going on in Afghanistan right now, there is no education for women, which is really sad. I mean. Right. There's nothing going on. I mean, right. there was a whole story about how they had a group of, of girls that they took from Afghanistan, moved them to to Nigeria, and educated them there. Mm-hmm. And they're doing great. And they and they really want to go back, can contribute to Afghanistan, but I don't see that in the future. Right. So the fight is still going on to educate women. In Malala's going to keep fighting forever. And that's why she's one tough, awesome lady. Cat, what are you watching? I am watching Perry Mason. It's in its second season. It's great. It's the origin story of it's the, pretty the good. lawyer, Perry Mason. You're in 1932 in Los Angeles. And the, uh, the rest of the U.S. is trying to recover from the Great Depression. Down and out, Perry Mason struggling with trauma because in his story he was in World War One. Plus, he was also divorced, and he's like trying to become a 
he was a private eye and has become becoming a lawyer. And it's really great. Matthew Reese does an excellent job playing Perry Mason. He's great. Um, it's really good. Juliet I watched it. Rylance is doing a great Devil Street. What's uh, it on? Can I finish? Uh, Chris Chalk is great Paul Drake, uh, crack detective. Anyway, it's on HBO. It's HBO. I love visually. The colors are like, to me, like an old faded newspaper. If you look at it, because it's all brown. And you really get a sense of what the world was like. There's like a, all these little Hoover towns and people, you know, Okies went out there to try and start a new life there in California. It's really a wonderful glimpse into what America used to be back in the 30s. They've done a very great job with the Perry Mason. I've watched it with you a few times. It's great. All right. We're going to roll right into the cocktail of the week. Heads up. We don't have many cocktails left. We're going to be doing shot skis in a little while. I can find some cocktails. We're not doing why not because we were out I the cocktail we, we can fight off camera okay, okay today we're gonna, I like making cocktails I know but there's the, 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 the reason we're going to piece out of the cocktails we're going to do a few more just a heads up is the, the ones left are like you know there's some kind of banana liqueur or you got to whip some eggs or something we're not doing that shit we're out. Uh, we're trying to keep it basic. Vodka, lime juice, and club soda. If it doesn't have that in it, we ain't doing it. All right, this week we're doing the salty How dog. Close-minded. Sometimes you have to move on. Hint, hint. All right, so the salty dog is basically a greyhound, right? The only difference is we got a salted rim. Correct. Uh, the salty dog, it also only has two ingredients, as I said. Keep it simple for our listeners. Okay. And for me. Um, let's see. The Salty Dog, of course, as he said, is a variation of the Greyhound. It first appeared in 1930s Savoy cocktail book. Some, and sometime during the 1950s, the pinch of salt was added and thus became the Salty Dog. Cat has made us one. But before we get into that, take your cocktail glass, wet the rim, dip it in coarse salt. Fill your glass with ice. Add a shot, or as I do, two shots of gin or vodka, high quality. You could be overserved doing that. Then add two shots of grapefruit juice, and then stir it with your finger. The salty dog, can it get any easier? Bam. There you go. You got it. You got your vodka or gin, your clear liquor, and grapefruit juice with a little salt on the rim. Now, the salt on the rim... It's there to take out, I guess, the bitterness of the grapefruit. Very simple. Let's see what Kat made. Let's see what she got. She's got the salt on there. Damn, that's good. That is good. What do you think? Salty dog. That's a hit. That's a hitter. That's pretty good. Mm, I've thank always you, been Kat. a fan of the, great, of the Greyhound. So. Like it. Thank you, Kat. You're welcome. All right, this week we were bumpered in with a little grass. We love a little grass around here. Green sky bluegrass formed in 2000 from Kalamazoo, Michigan. You got Dave, Michiganders. Paul, Michael, Anders, 
Mike, they can jam their ass off. They've been around here a couple of times. And what's been great about bands over the last, I don't know, 20 years characterized as bluegrass is the, these young cats, they put their own little twist on it. Okay, now they said their own version of bluegrass mixes acoustic stomp of a string band with the rule-breaking spirit of rock and roll. Would you agree with that, Stephen? I like it. These dudes, like I said, they can get down on it. You know, there's a there's a little more than your standard bluegrass sound here. It's it's all the root, but they they, they amp it up a little bit. And me and a lot of other people, we dig it. Today we were bumpered in by a tune called Monument. J- um, just go ahead and I tune it. Just put it on your list. It's an awesome song. Came out. I think they did it when the Corona hit. They're playing tonight in Winter Wondergrass Tahoe in Olympic Valley, California. Yes. They got so many kick-ass jams. You and I need to go see them live, baby. Check out Green Sky Bluegrass, wherever you get your bluegrass. We want to thank everybody for listening, and we will see you all down the road. See ya. Like a grave. Don't know what you're holding.